0: very humble to stand before you this morning. Um, I just want to share from my heart this morning just what um, God has laid on my heart, what the Lord has taught me over the years in my Christian walk, in my um, prayer life with him. So I have got some notes here just in case I forget. And I am very nervous, so bear with me. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's just pray. Father God, we thank you for this precious time. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, that you are here with us this morning. Open up our ears, our eyes, and our heart. We want to hear your voice this morning, the voice of a stranger we do not know. We thank you for this time, and we pray your anointing and blessing upon each one of us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So um, so as I said, I'll just share with you some of the things um, from our prayer life and what God has taught me. So uh, it's choosing a lifestyle of prayer. That's what I've chose, that we all choose. Amen. So what is prayer and why do we pray? Prayer is talking to God. It's a communion with our Father. It's a two-way communion. Okay. Without prayer, we become soulish and very worldly. Communing with our Father God connects us with him. John fifteen seventeen. if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. Amen. Abiding in the Lord, at place with him. That's what the Lord wants from us. That's what happens when we pray. Jesus left us the greatest example of prayer. His disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray the same way. I've asked, we ask, Lord, teach us, teach us to pray. And Jesus started off his prayer with our Father in heaven. That's how he started his prayer. It's the greatest prayer in the word. We are God's children, therefore we call him our Father. That's what Jesus said. Next line is, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed meaning revered and greatly honored. Church, when we come before our God, our Saviour, our Father, we hallowed Him. We greatly revere that name with feelings of affection, feelings of adoration towards our Father. He is so awesome, He is so mighty. He loves us so perfectly that our hearts should just go towards him. And that's why he says to hallow his name. Amen. Thy will be done. That prayer should be on our hearts every day. Every day we pray, Lord, enable us to do what pleases you, what pleases the heart of our Father. And to give us the grace to know your will and to be obedient towards it. Thy will be done. God's will, not our will. Amen. Give us us this day our daily bread. God is our Jehovah Jireh. And what the Lord wants is that each and every day our dependence to be upon him. We don't depend on our money. We don't depend on our job. We don't depend on each other. Our dependence is on our Father God. And that's why he wants us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Okay, daily he gives us provision. Each and every day it comes from the hand of our God. Everything that we have is his. He gives it lovingly to us and we to give it back. Amen. Forgive us our debts as we forgive others. We, as a people of the Lord, need to keep a short account of our sin. It is very healthy and holy to do that. And we not to hold grudges or malice against anybody. Amen. Amen. Lead us not into temptation. Mark fourteen thirty eight says, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Church, we are called as God's people to be a house of prayer. This is God's house. We don't only have church services here, we have prayer meetings here. We are a house of the Lord, called to pray. Amen. This is a very high calling for each one of us. We say, are we called of the Lord? Yes. Every one of us that has received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior are called. We are called by God. We each have a calling. Our calling is prayer and many other things. You are called, a very high calling, it says in the word. Isaiah 56.7 says, Even them I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. For my house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations. That's how our Father calls us, into the house of prayer, into our quiet devotional times with him. Apostle Paul tells us, 1 Thessalonians
1: 5.17, to pray without ceasing. How do we do that? For this to happen, we need to have a God consciousness. Always
0: being conscious of the Lord Jesus Christ. Putting him first in our lives. We will be a prayerful people
1: if we do that. Amen. We pray because we know that our Heavenly Father hears us.
0: Proverbs 15 29, the Lord is far from the wicked, but He hears the prayers of the righteous. When we go into our prayer closet, we go with expectation because we know that God hears us. Isn't that awesome? When we pray, we can know our Father's listening. Our Father listens when we talk to him. Amen. We pray because we want to get to know him more. I pray because I love him and I'm very grateful for everything he has done for me. It's like when we are with our friends and when we are with our family. We enjoy their time. We enjoy their fellowship. We enjoy bonding with each other. And we have a good time. It should be just like that when we are with our Father in our quiet times. We should enjoy our Heavenly Father. We should love the times that we spend with Him. It should not be a chore. Prayer is never a chore. Prayer is a time that we enjoy with our Father. And we say, Father, we're so glad we can come. What a
1: privilege and what an honor to speak to our Creator, the God that made us. Amen. E. M. Bands wrote,
0: God shapes the world by prayer. The more praying there is in the world, the better the world will be. The mightier the forces against evil. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2.9, we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood. So if we just think of that, being God's would, wow, we are God's priests. What do priests do? Priests pray, priests minister unto the Lord. Each and every one of us minister unto our God. Isn't that so special that we are called to minister to the Lord? So when we pray, we are ministering to God. We are his priesthood. And in Proverbs 15 verse 8, it says that the prayer of the upright is his delight. Wow, that is very exciting. When we pray as a priest unto God, the word says that the Lord very much delights in that. So we are delighting our God, amen? Amen. That is a wonderful thing that we can delight our God. He's so delighted when we pray. When we speak to him, he's delighted. Amen. I'm excited. Oh, hallelujah. As we pray, we also listen for God's voice because it's two-way communication. Sometimes I do get into the thing of pray, pray, pray. Oh, sorry, Lord, I need to hear. I need to listen. I need to be still. Just be still in God's presence. He will speak. He loves to speak. He speaks all the time. Maybe we think, oh, God doesn't speak to me. No, that's not true. That's the lie of the devil. The Lord speaks all the time if we're just sensitive. Okay, so how does he speak? He speaks through a thought. He speaks through a strong witness in our spirit. It's just a witness.
1: He speaks through the word. He speaks through our pastor. And he speaks through other people. We just need to be sensitive. And he speaks all the time.
0: Praying the word back to God is very powerful. So this is just sort of what the Lord is Uh, sometimes prompts me to do in my quiet times so I'll just share with you um, Colossians 1 verse
1: 9 so I'm going to read it for this
0: reason we also since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you. Now in this scripture, what I like to do is pray the word back to the Lord. God's word is very powerful, anointed. And if we speak it over our lives and or we pray it for somebody else, it's it's very, very powerful. So I, I, I often do this and this is something the Lord has taught me, so I just share this with you. So in Colossians we can pray if you look down and to ask that you may be filled. So where you see the word you, you can if you're praying for your loved one, you can say that Lord, please fill Mary or Jack or John with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. If you're praying for yourself, you can say, Lord, please fill me with the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So you're inserting your name or the name of the person you're praying for so that I may walk worthy of the Lord fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God so it's just very very powerful to take God's word and to pray it back because it's a perfect word and the Lord we know fulfills the word his word it never returns to him void amen So the importance of prayer, sometimes we feel like our prayers don't add up too much. But God does not miss one of our prayers. He so values them, very much values every single prayer that we pray. In actual fact, he waits to hear our voice. Our Father waits. To hear us. He waits for our voice. Every one of us is unique and special. And he's waiting
1: to hear us. Every day he waits for us. Our, Our prayers are very, very significant. And they play a role in
0: his kingdom in the end times.
1: Our prayers
0: play a very significant role in this end times. In last week's sermon, Pastor Terry mentioned for us to fan the flame in these end times. How do we do that? By prayer. Prayer is very, very important in this end times. Prayer is important all the time. But in this end times, God's going to use our prayers. How many of us want God to use our prayers in the end times Amen? And he does. He does. Listen to Revelation 8.
1: Revelation 8. And I saw,
0: Revelation 8 verse 2, and I saw seven angels who stand before God and to them was seven were given seven trumpets then another angel having a golden censer came and stood at the altar he was given much incense that he should offer it with the prayers of all the saints upon the golden altar Which was before the throne. And the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints ascended before God from the angel's hand. Then the angel took the censer, filled it with fire from the altar, and threw it to the earth. And there were noises, thunderings, lightnings, and an earthquake. So the seven angels who had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. I believe that the sounding of the trumpets was the sounding of the last day trumpets before the return of our Lord Jesus Christ to earth. So we see in Revelation 8. Our prayers went into the sensor and was used by God to shake the earth, lightnings, thunder. So our prayers shake the earth. Our prayers shift the atmosphere. When you pray, you shift the atmosphere. That's what you do. Amen. It's very, very powerful, church. When we as born again believers and children of God, we shake the earth, we shake the spirit realm. We shift our atmosphere and we send the devil running. We send him running. He has to flee when we take up our authority in the spirit realm. So let's look at some of the medical reasons now that we should pray. Now we have our lovely Dr. Daphne here, but I found this on Dr. Google. I know that Dr. Google's not always accurate, so our lovely doctor can verify. Okay, so it says doctors who have studied physiological effects of prayer have reported that when praying, our heart rate and blood pressure decrease and breathing regulates. Wow, isn't God good? He knows that when people pray, it's not only for the spirit realm, but it's for our physical bodies. Hallelujah. Amen. It also increases our empathy.
1: It builds our relationships. And it's good for our emotional health.
0: And we know that
1: prayer builds us up
0: spiritually as well. So hallelujah. Psalm 103.2 says, praise the Lord and forget not all his benefits. All the benefits of praying. Thank you, Jesus. Prayer is not a duty. It is a must
1: We cannot afford to be prayerless and lose our authority in the spirit realm. Authority is
0: released and exercised when we pray. We cannot be asleep when it comes to prayer because this
1: is what the devil wants. Jesus commanded his church to watch
0: and pray. Matthew 26, 41, watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. We cannot be spiritually asleep
1: and show a lack of interest in the things of the spirit. Our assignment in prayer is to be a watchman for our family,
0: our church, and the things of God. Each and every one of us has an assignment from heaven to be a watchman, to be alert, to be awake in the spirit. A thief can't enter our house if he knows we are watching. A thief will never do that. In the same way the devil knows when we are spiritually alert and watching and when we are spiritually asleep. We can't afford to be prayerless and give the devil a foothold into our lives. No. We must be mindful that we are in a spiritual battle. Every day be mindful. Whether we like it or not, between good and evil, that battle rages
1: every day. The battle rages whether we engage or not. But if we choose not to engage, then we become the enemy's target.
0: So we need to engage with confidence. That God's power through you and I is much greater than the evil that is at work against us. Amen. We all know the parable of the ten virgins in Matthew 25. Five of them took extra oil for their lamps.
1: I think these were the prayerful ones. The other five were spiritually lazy. We as a church have made a choice not to be a
0: spiritually lazy church. Amen. We are watchful and prayerful in these last days. Going back to our first love. Preparing ourselves for the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Luke 18.1. Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. That's what Jesus taught. Men always ought to pray and not lose heart. We are not to give up or quit.
1: No. We must persevere in prayer until we receive the breakthrough. Waiting on God in prayer. Sometimes God teaches us to wait on him in prayer.
0: This can make us feel a bit anxious because our prayers are not being answered. In our timeline. So we think, oh, Lord, where are you? When? Oh, Lord, why are you not answering me? All kinds of things the enemy brings to our mind, right? Is it only me or is it you too? (laughs) But the Bible tells us that God's timing is perfect. Perfect. His love is unchanging towards us. And it will never fail us. Never fail us. He is never late in answering our
1: prayers. Because the Lord is working on building and shaping our character. And building our strength.
0: Church, we need strength for the battle. The war's raging. We need strength.
1: How does God do it? Through waiting on him. We all know Isaiah forty thirty one. But those who wait
0: upon the Lord shall renew their strength. So as we wait, God renews our strength. They shall mount up With wings like eagles.
1: They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. So the Lord uses the analogy of an eagle in this scripture.
0: An eagle has a very large wingspan.
1: An eagle waits for the wind to lift it above the storm.
0: The storm is then below them and they fly high above. And this is how God wants his people to rise high above the challenges and the circumstances we face in our lives. We need to rise with him. We are seated in heavenly places, remember? We're seated up there with Christ. We do not grovel on the earth, no. We pray from a heavenly position, because that's where we are. We are spirit beings, remember? So we're seated with Jesus in the spirit realm. So we pray from the spirit. We pray from a place of victory, we play, we, because we are triumphant. The Lord
1: Jesus leads us into triumph. Amen. So that's how we pray. Now if you are a bit like me. Impatient.
0: Only me that's impatient, yeah? (laughs) It's not easy to wait on the Lord in prayer. So I would like to share with you. My healing testimony as I waited on the Lord in prayer. A good couple of years ago I was still in
1: South Africa and uh, I was very sick. I had very
0: severe allergy. I'd I'd have an allergic reaction to so many things. Dust, mites, grass, pollen, dairy products, you name it, I was allergic to it. It made me so sick. I had chronic rhinitis, severe sinusitis. Now, it manifested as a severe head cold. So every day I would have like flu-like symptoms and and a head cold. So, you know, if you have a head cold for a few days, it's very unpleasant, right? Well, I had this every day for years. It was so terrible. I, it was so bad at one time that I actually lost one of my jobs because I was so sick. I couldn't go to work. I used to be in the bed most of the time feeling so horribly ill. I had so much prayer for it. I even went to a healing service, one of Benny Hinn's healing services. Now, I understand all that prayer helped me, but I still wasn't healed. And I cried out to God for many years for my healing. Many years I was sick. My children, sometimes they were little at the time. There to see to their own dinner, see to their own lunch because mum was once again sick in bed, couldn't get up, head was so terrible, flu was so severe. It was awful. And I said, Lord, I just cried out day and night, God, you've got to heal me. I'm just sick of being sick. That's how I felt. Absolutely sick of being sick. So, um. One day, after years and years of waiting on the Lord for my healing, and I prayed, I prayed more than five years for my healing, but one day came, and I'll never forget it. It's as real as you are here to me now, I can remember this. I was sitting in my lounge room, and I was praying, and I was once again saying, God, God, I can't anymore. I'm just too ill. Please. Which was my cry most of the time, anyway, but yes. And all of a sudden, church, all of a sudden, his presence came into the room, and I felt the most wonderful, warm feeling go right down this whole nasal passage, right down, and it just touched me. It was amazing. I knew that instant that I was healed, that very instant in my lounge room, God healed me, and I have never, ever had that ever again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, I waited more than five years for that persevering in prayer, so God is faithful, amen? Amen. Psalm 40 verse 1 says, and I have experienced this, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. Hallelujah. The words come true. Amen. In prayer and waiting on God, we allow the Holy Spirit to strengthen us so that we are strong and full of faith. To stand against the work of the devil. So I would like to encourage every one of us here today. If we are going through a hard time. If we are needing healing. If we are needing a breakthrough in any area of our lives. Our God is so very faithful. Never give up. God never gives up on us. We're never to give up in prayer. Amen. Amen. What God did for me, he can and will do for you. He is no respecter of persons. The precious Holy Spirit will minister to you and lift you up above your circumstances and give you his peace. Our God fights for us. He fights for us. Remember what Jesus said to Peter in Luke 22, 31, and 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. Jesus knew that Peter was going to be a great man of God. And he looks at us, his people, in the same way. Amen. When the devil comes against us, we can go to the word where Jesus said in Hebrews 7.25. He always lives to make intercession for us. Jesus is right now sitting at the right hand of the Father interceding for you. Hallelujah. What a comfort. What a strength. Amen. Amen. We know that one big thing. That the devil uses to distract us from our prayer life, from our times with God, is busyness. Is it only me? Who else? <laughs> yes, amen. The cares of this world and our heavy lo-
1: workloads add to the busyness. But listen to what Dr. Martin Luther
0: had to say about this. Listen to these words Work, work, from morning until late at night. In fact, I have so much to do that I shall have to spend the first three hours in prayer. Wow. Dr. Martin Luther was a Baptist preacher, a great reformist who helped to shape the history of America. He was a very busy man. What he says does not make sense to the natural mind, but it makes great sense in the spirit realm.
1: We cannot reason with our natural minds. But in the spirit realm, sorry, but we don't live by reason. So we can't reason with our natural
0: minds. We don't live by reason, but we live by faith in the word of God. Because it says without faith, it is impossible to please God. So everything we do, everything
1: we say, everything we pray is out of faith. Out of faith. Okay. So, in conclusion, because this is not a long message, but
0: yes, this is what God has given me. So, we'll conclude now. So, in conclusion, Psalm 31 verse 15. The word tells us that our our times are in his hands. So if you think about it, your time, the time that God has given you is in his hand. Time is very precious and God gives us time. But the times that he's given us, he holds it. He holds it. So as God's given us time, we give it back to him. Because it belongs to him anyway. He's given it. He's given it. Okay. So God can supernaturally give us more time. Why don't we pray every day and say, Lord, give us more time today and
1: spend the first hour with God. We
0: should never be too busy to speak to our Father. Father. Because he waits for us. He waits. He waits. God is very patient with us, very loving, kind, but he
1: loves to hear our voice. And he can give us more time. Supernaturally, he can
0: give us extra hour, extra two, how many hours he wants to give us. He can pour more time into our day. We don't even, won't even know, but God is just going to give it to us. Let's by faith pray that as we spend that first hour with him, even though how we busy we are, he's going to multiply it. Because whatever we give to the Father God, he multiplies. He multiplies it anyway. So we can believe for that. We can have faith for that as a church, that we are not a busy church. That our first thing that we'll do every day is give our time to God.
1: Our first love, first love, He deserves it and He is so worthy, so very worthy is our God. And if we think about how much our loving Father loves
0: us and cares for us and holds our time and our very lives in his hand. Our very lives are in his hand. He said he has inscribed us in the palm of his hand, each and every one of us. Our names are there in his hand. If we remember this, Fear will lose its grip over our lives. If we just think God is holding us, he has our, he has our times, our life, why would we fear? Fear would, there,
1: there wouldn't be fear. The enemy would not have that hold over us, amen? Because our God takes care of us and we'll take care of our eternity. Amen. Complete care. Complete care. Always. That's our
0: loving Father. That's our God. Why wouldn't we want to talk to him each and every day? Why wouldn't we want to spend time with him? We love to do that. Amen. We
1: love to talk to our Father. It is a wonderful thing as a child of God to
0: commune with him. That's why we were made church. He made us for fellowship
1: with him. To fellowship with him. To be his priest. Wow. Me and you are priests of the Lord. We minister to him. What an
0: honor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He so highly values us. We are so precious in his sight. Very, very precious. Every one of us. The Father calls us to pray. So let us be a prayerful people. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. May it touch our lives and change us. Almighty God, yes, we are your priests indeed. Father God, we love to spend time in your presence. We love you, Jesus, precious Holy Spirit. Minister to each and every one of us. That you prosper our lives, that you bless us. That yes, Lord, we will take the high calling of Jesus Christ very seriously. And we will come before you and serve you with our prayers. Bless each and every one here, Father. Anoint us, Lord. We thank you that you have called us for such a high calling. And we bless your name today. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Amen.